MoneyWeb now on the money. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists. Uh, now we do have uh, Roland Hobby, head of DFM, uh, DFM on at Old Mutual Wealth on the line. Roland, appreciate the early morning time. Uh, living annuities, which uh, you know, once you sort of hit retirement, you cash out your your Reg Twenty Eight product. Uh, you can take uh, some of it out in cash. The rest goes into a life or living annuity. Living annuity regulation says you've got to draw between two and a half and seventeen and a half percent per year. That's fine in a rising market, but in a falling market, it, it really becomes, frankly, it becomes quite tough and, and potentially a risk to the, to the retiree. Good morning, Simon. Yes, um, certainly in the market conditions we're feeling at the moment, for people withdrawing money and, and trying to live off the income, falling markets represent a massive challenge and also quite an emotional onslaught. Is there, I mean, is, is there an, an elegant solution? I, I, I mean, the, the one that obviously springs to mind is, well, you know, go, go find assets that will give you a return. For example, if you want to take out 5% and inflation is 6 you need your portfolio up 11%. But chasing risk is, is seldom a good idea. I mean, is it perhaps uh, 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 bonds? I mean, an elegant solution to, to, to managing the process? Simon, so um, you're absolutely right. Um, in order to achieve around an 11% annual return or, or inflation plus 5, um, with a traditional portfolio, you have to take significant risk. It almost implies that the majority of your investments will be in the equity market, which will make you very exposed to the volatility in the market. What I will say is, is that very few people can even survive drawing just 5% income. So that seems to be the almost the lower end ideal situation. A lot of people withdraw 5, 8, 10, 12% mm. per annum and then making the money last really forces you into a very risky investment proposition which then exposes you to two down markets like we're seeing now. I take your point because of course bonds are great but I mean they're, they're not necessarily going to give you that level of return and what we've seen so far this year is almost everything down. Is there, I mean a, a lot of people I, I, I speak to are, are look at the idea between sort of a blend of, of, of life and, and, and living annuity. That's got some pros to it. Of course cons particularly in, in, in terms of, of passing on to your heirs but that life gives you some certainty but it co- of course comes at a, at a probably at a, at a lower return because the risk is essentially uh, uh, moved on to the to, to the administrator. Yes, so very simply put, the life annuity is an insurance product, mm-hmm. and you basically um, buy a contract to receive a pension for life. Those are very expensive because the insurance company takes that responsibility away from you. And if you want to buy a, a life annuity with inflation increases, you'll probably receive a, a lot smaller monthly income that you might expect. So living annuities are more used for people that have got significant savings and want to manage that and, and probably leave something behind the day they die. And it's, it's quite popular, I guess, uh, with most people that retire out of formal employment. So in South Africa, the majority of people retiring do take up a living annuity, mm-hmm. which means they take the investment risk um, throughout their retirement period. Do we see in, in, in a living annuity, and to your point of a moment ago, uh, particularly if you're, if you're drawing down a large amount, you need to be heavily weighted towards equity. Are there restrictions? I mean, I'm thinking the Reg 28, restrictions in terms of offshore, restrictions in terms of, of property and, 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 and cash and, and bonds. Do we see the similar sort of restrictions within the living annuity? So, 
Simon, no. Um, you've got a lot of investment freedom, so you can have 100% of your money offshore. You can have 100% of your money in domestic or local equity. Um, you can put it in cash. You can put it in a bond portfolio. So now, uh, living annuities have got significant uh, investment freedom simply because the risk of the investment is yours. Okay, so I, I take your point on that. The, the, the risk is absolutely yours. And, and this then brings back to perhaps the first point where it, it, it's so incredibly important to, to engage with, uh, with, with, with the manager of, 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 of your living annuity around your needs, your requirements, and, and your overall risk profile. Absolutely, and, and that's why we in Taylor's Fund Portfolios work with financial advisors is that making these decisions can become really tricky because the market um, and the emotions in market often forces clients to disinvest or reduce risk at the worst possible time. Yeah. You know, we see pe- people self-advise now fleeing the market after it's fallen a considerable, a considerable amount, and this leads to people missing out on on returns uh, when the market recovered, because as we saw in March, uh, April 2020, that can happen incredibly quickly um, with staggering returns on the JSE out of nowhere. So, so remaining investment invested and also having a well-constructed retirement plan is crucial. Yeah, I, I take that point. We don't know when the market will recover. We know it will recover, and oftentimes yeah. it will recover with, with alarming speed, and, and you're left staring at, at absolute uh, in, in, in disbelief at the recovery. Uh, Roland Harvey, head of DFM at Old Mutual Wealth, appreciate the early morning. The show is brought to you by Stanlib. Visit stanlib.com to get in touch with one of their investment specialists.